0: Today, I'm very excited to be talking to you, Suri, who is the founder of Therma. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Going
1: well, Matt. Great to be on. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to have you on. I'm looking forward to learning more about what you're working on with Therma. For people that haven't heard of it or haven't heard of you, can you kind of share what is Therma?
1: Sure. Uh, Therma is an early stage technology startup. Uh, we build smart cold chain management solutions for the global refrigeration market. Uh, we're trying to reduce waste of product energy and refrigerants from production to consumption
0: So, kind of walk me through um i guess kind of two areas here so one before you existed how did things kind of work now what's like the status quo i guess the current market and then walk me through if i wanted to like use something like therma what that would look like you know what's my experience what would that change So, kind of give us the lay of the land if you're able to
1: yeah absolutely so um I knew very little about the cold chain before we got started. Uh, we, we pivoted into this play. We were working on a different uh, product called Collaborative Inspect in the food supply chain. And we realized that uh, when we are working on food safety and quality, the refrigeration market in the world is actually a massive part of safety around perishables like food and pharma. But it's also a significant driver of waste and emissions. And when you look at the commercial cold chain, you know, not fridges and freezers in our homes, but in the business environment. There are about 200 million units of which 90% today are not monitored. They have no real-time monitoring. The reason is um, sensors and automated technologies that could monitor these environments historically haven't been able to. The tech didn't exist. Wireless and Bluetooth IoT can't collect and send signal from the inside of a fridge or freezer out. So uh, as a result, large format, and small format refrigeration are basically unmonitored in in industries from uh, restaurants to retail to hospitality to first party and third party logistics. What's amazing about that is you have a trillion dollars of product moving through the cold chain every year. Food, pharma, data, huge sectors of the economy move through the cold chain. And it's gotten a lot of attention this year, both because of COVID uh, driving e-com and online delivery and a growth, a huge growth in, in cold storage of food. And also more recently with the recent vaccine efforts and vaccine uh, delivery coming online, there's a lot of conversation going on right now about how are we actually gonna support and deliver those vaccines which are highly temp sensitive through the cold chain. Turns out that the global cold chain infrastructure is massively outdated. It's a 150 year old industry, refrigeration was started in the 1800s and it hasn't changed that much in the past hundred years. Um, and so that's where we saw an opportunity. We started working in the food industry and we signed up um, some large brands with our product. And I'm happy to talk more about the product, Matt. It's essentially a, a sensor monitoring platform using a new type of IoT, long range radio as opposed to Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. LoRa or long range radio lets you send signal through the inside of dense steel and iron and insulated environments in a way that previous IoT couldn't. And so we were able to collect signal reliably, build our own hardware at a fraction of the price point Using the latest, um, you know, the, the latest casing, the latest hardware constituent parts we manufacture in the US. And we signed up franchisees of companies uh, like McDonald's, Taco Bell, Burger King, uh, Starbucks, Pizza Hut, Domino's, Chick fil A, uh, White Castle, 7 Eleven. And then we started moving up the supply chain this year into cold storage warehousing um, and signed the largest, start, started working with the largest uh, cold storage warehouse operator in the world. Um, and one of the largest um, uh, logistics players that moves Pharma, uh, a Fortune 500. This has been extremely surprising to us. We fell into this. As I said, we pivoted into this. We were working on a different play for three years prior, and we discovered this opportunity by watching users checking temperatures in refrigeration in restaurants and convenience stores last summer, summer of 19. That's what led us to start thinking about using automation. We built Therma. We got it going early this year, and we've got uh, exciting traction ahead
0: appreciate you sharing all of that. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about like the origin story and the pivot. I think that, you know, so many companies that get big are a result of a pivot or, you know, a different company than one was first started. So I'd love to kind of hear the origin story for this. You know, why did you pivot? When did you pivot? And like, I guess, how do you know, like to do it when you decided to do it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I joke with my friends. I'm a recovering lawyer. Uh, so don't hold that against me. I like to talk. Um, I went to college and law school at Harvard. Started my career in finance as a private equity investor at a big hedge fund. Worked in the Obama White House as a junior policy guy on Larry Summers' team. And I got into um, technology um, kind of accidentally. I started working with the former deputy CTO in the Obama White House, Beth Novick, on a center that she wanted to start. We co-founded that at NYU and MIT, um, called the GovLab in 2012, 2013. And that's where I met my co-founder, Aaron Cohen, in this venture. Um, Aaron was a professor at NYU, we saw an opportunity to build tech to improve compliance and regulation. We thought we could build mobile-first tools, you know, applications that were native, that worked on tablets and phones, to replace paper and pen compliance and regulation workflows, particularly audits, inspections, and line checks. And that's what led us to build and and launch CoInspect, Collaborative Inspect, which was a mobile-first approach to managing safety and quality standards in industries like food. The year we started, Chipotle had a food safety crisis back in 2015, in late, uh, late 15, early 16. And restaurants started contacting us saying, can we use your tools for food safety? That's how we ended up focusing on the food market and the food uh, safety problem. And we realized there was a lot of pen and paper. As we were scaling that product, Coinspect, we got to about 5,000 locations, race and venture capital. And we were, we were actually growing the business. It's a compliance or regulatory improvement using mobile instead of paper. We were in the field watching users using our CoInspect app last summer, summer of 19. Myself and my now CTO, Andrew Hager, um, who has, uh, been in, he was involved with CoInspect and is now our CTO at Therma. Andrew had a unique background. He had worked in uh, two things about Andrew that are unique. He's 40 now. Um, he had dropped out of school 20 years ago to build computers. Before becoming a software engineer, a full stack engineer, he was a hardware guy. And he had actually built computers from the ground up. So he had this kind of passion for an understanding of hardware. And he'd been following IoT in the background. The other thing about Andrew is he took a year in his engineering career. He took a year off in 2005 to go to the Culinary Institute of America, the CIA in Napa, and get trained as a chef, and then went to work as a chef in Tokyo. So he'd actually worked in restaurants. He's the only guy on our team at Coinspect who'd worked in restaurants. So Andrew and I are in the field watching users use Coinspect every day. We were in like a I don't think we were in a Starbucks, I think, Starbucks or, or, or you know, one of these multi unit operators. We saw this a few times over. And what, what Andrew said to me was, look, we're still requiring people to manually check this stuff. Yes, co-inspect is better than paper. Digital record keeping is better. It's more accurate. It's more validated. You can put you know, native languages and video and photo uploads. But ultimately, it's still dependent on the person to check this stuff. That's not the best way. That's not a 10x improvement. It's a 2x improvement. And that's what got us thinking about automation. And he went and said, I think there's a way to use a new type of IoT uh, called Long Range Radio to collect signal and to eliminate the need for people to check this stuff. And so we started going and digging into that in the summer of 19. We sketched out the idea for Therma in the fall of 19. We put it in front of our restaurant customers who already were using our first product. They said, if you could build this, we would buy it tomorrow. And that's what got us thinking, oh, this is, this is kind of interesting. And when we started talking to large chains, you know, corporate, uh, decision makers at places like Starbucks and McDonald's and Chick-fil-A, they said, we don't have any monitoring because no one's been able to give us a sensor that reliably sends and collects signal. That's why we kind of pivoted hard, put, you know, put resources to work on Therma. We raised a round in April, started building hardware. We're raising another round now because we're getting some really nice scale. And COVID has been an amazing tailwind, despite it being a terrible thing um, in, in, in many ways uh, for, for the world. It has created opportunity to improve certain areas of infrastructure, including the cold chain. Which is getting a lot of pressure and, and focus right now.
0: So you know, I appreciate you sharing that. It, it, it sounds like an awesome. I mean, it is an awesome story, and it's cool to kind of see you know where you're at now. You know, which is you know getting traction, raising capital. I'm curious if you kind of zoom out now, um, you know, out of the day to day, out of the fundraise, out of the operations. What do you think that? Um, the future has in the store um, for, for Therma. I guess a more direct question is what's the big vision here? Five, 10, 15 years from now, where do you see Therma and kind of like what direction are you rowing in every day?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's been, um, it's been really encouraging to see how um, we can get traction by building a product that solves a business problem. And in the process of solving that business problem has positive externalities, for society. Uh, Aaron and I were very mission driven. I had done well early in my career as a a hedge fund guy at Disha. I didn't want to do this just for financial return. There are easier ways to make a lot of money than starting a startup. Aaron, this is his sixth startup, he's 53. He's had a few successful exits. So for us, it was about finding a problem that was important and worthy of solving with tech. That's why we got started on compliance and regulation. Turned out that that wasn't the best way to align incentives, making people do stuff on a mobile app that they didn't do or were having a hard time doing on paper is not, there's too much user friction, there's too much change management. It's just a very hard product play. Therma eliminates food waste, pharma waste, and energy cost. Reducing food cost, pharma cost, or spoilage, shrink as they call it, and energy cost, that is margin improvement. That, businesses will buy and buy very quickly. And it happens to have the nice positive externality of reducing um, emissions, uh, reducing loss for critical goods delivery like vaccines. And so it's, it's this great alignment and that's what we've been searching for, how to align the private sector business in, imperative and business incentives with um, an actual positive externality. And so we've moved from being a safety company to becoming a sustainability company over the past year. Uh, and as we think about climate tech and the future of you know, big, important problems that are worthy of solving, I think Therma has an opportunity to play in that space there's a huge secular um, shift towards automation. It's just happening in every sector. It's happening in in, in residential and commercial. And now we see it happening in industrial IoT. So we're very focused on that industrial IoT segment, trying to bring automation to work, to collect signal and data more reliably, to draw inferences and make decisions more effectively. And there's a whole data layer we've been building. I'm happy to talk more about the four uh, data layers we're building in Therma. But then ultimately to drive business is to make better decisions that save them money and reduce emissions and waste due to product spoilage, energy, uh, over-consumption, and and refrigerant emissions. Those three drivers, food waste, energy waste, and refrigerant waste across the cold chain, by some estimates, Oxford had a study, a friend of mine who runs the Oxford Center for Cooling, had a study, uh, I think they estimate about 6% of all warming is caused by those variables. That's a huge number, It's just a massive number. And I live in, in California, I grew up in, in California. This year, um, all my colleagues and friends across the state and really, I think everywhere, have been you know, kind of absorbing and internalizing just how dangerous and how significant climate change is as a near-term threat. It's not some far out thing that our kids are gonna have to deal with. It's something we have to face and, and address now. So I see Therma being a, a significant, um, you, know, uh, you know, potentially a significant change agent in the climate movement trying to bring tech to work on problems that matter, and helping to both save businesses money and create, you know, some positive social value.
0: In order to make that happen, which is a very, you know, awesome vision, and I think you know it solves huge problems that are on the horizon. Um, you'll need some help, right? It takes a village to grow a startup. Um, so, my my question for you is: How can the forward-thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? You know, team members. Are you fundraising? I know you mentioned something about that. Are you, you know, looking for customers or partners? You know, how can the listeners help out with what you're doing here?
1: Yeah, appreciate that. And and we're very much in growth mode. Uh, we're based in the Bay Area. We're based in San Francisco. We're a 40 person team, so we're still very young and early days. We're trying to expand our footprint across food, healthcare, and logistics. So the first and most important thing is finding. And, and and connecting with customers, we're always looking for um, introductions, referral partners, distribution channels, anyone who cares about refrigeration, monitoring refrigeration, improving the cold chain, uh, and and trying to do that in ways that are for you know business profitable, but also uh, pro climate. Uh, that that's something we're always looking for in terms of uh, recruiting and uh, and fundraising, uh, human capital, people you know people power, and financial capital are the you know. Are, you know, are, are the most critical ingredients to actually growing. We always need to find amazing people. We like to think of ourselves as very mission-driven, but also very laser-focused on building enterprise value. So this, you know, you know, I think we would say, if you're interested in working on problems at scale, we're trying to get to hundreds of thousands of locations using Therma in the next three years. We're working with Fortune 500s, some of the leading brands in the world. We're backed by a number of venture capitalists, uh, including um, folks from Places like D E Shaw, Social Capital, um, former um, you know investors from a range of industries, uh, you know the former uh, founder of Open Table, um, folks from Amazon, including the Bezos uh, community. We've got a number of folks behind us, and we really are interested in in, in, in finding mission-aligned people, both investors and um, you know and new team members. That's a real filter for us, but would love to connect with anyone who's interested. I'm reachable online at monic at hellotherma.com uh, we have a number of jobs up right now on angel and on our website it's hellotherma.com and uh, would love to chat further if anyone's interested
0: cool i appreciate you sharing that for my last question you covered this a little bit just make sure we cover all, all parts if someone wanted to find you online get in touch what was your url one more time your, your email and like if you have any social links if any plugs feel free to kind of plug them here if you want
1: Appreciate that, Matt. Uh, I'm reachable directly at Monik, M-A-N-I-K, Monik, at hellotherma.com. That's hellotherma. Our website is hellotherma.com. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, and we have jobs posted on AngelList as well.
0: Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it.
1: Pleasure, Matt. Thanks for having me.